on the latest Real Time with Bill Maher, in his new rule segment, he breaks down what's going on between our country and China. He finishes off the segment by saying that China is eating our lunch. He makes a lot of valid points and we feel like they're worth talking about. So that's what this episode is going to be about. It's going to be a little bit different. We're going to start the episode. I'm going to play the clip for you guys so you can get the full context of what we're talking about. And then we're going to break it all down. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Going over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop music, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. So, as promised, I'm going to get this clip going. You guys uh, listen to it. It's about six minutes long, but it'll put into full context what this episode is about. To win the battle for the 21st century if you are a silly people and americans are a silly people that's the classic phrase from lawrence of arabia when lawrence tells his bedouin allies that as long as they stay a bunch of squabbling tribes they will remain a silly people well we're the silly people now do you know who doesn't care that there's a stereotype of a chinese man in a dr seuss book china all 1.4 billion of them could give a crouching tiger flying fuck. Because they're not a silly people. If anything, they are as serious as a prison fight. Look, we all know China does bad stuff. They break promises about Hong Kong autonomy. They put Uyghurs in camps and punish dissent. And we don't want to be that. But... It's got to be something between authoritarian government that tells everyone what to do and a representative government that can't do anything at all. In two generations, China has built 500 entire cities from scratch, moved the majority of their huge population from poverty to the middle class, and mostly cornered the market in 5G and pharmaceuticals. Oh, and they bought Africa. (laughs) Their new Silk Road initiative is the biggest infrastructure project in history, indebting not just that continent, but large parts of Asia, Europe, and the Middle East to the people who built their roads, bridges, and ports. If you want to go anywhere in the world these days, you better have a yen for travel. (laughs) Yen for travel. Oh, stop it. In China alone, they have 40,000 kilometers of high-speed rail. America has none. Our fastest train is the train that goes around the zoo. (laughs) California wanted to build high-speed rail connecting the entire state, but alas, could not. We're six billion in the hole just trying to finish the track connecting the vital hubs of Bakersfield and Merced. One small step for nobody, one giant leap if you're a raisin. 
a national level, we've been having infrastructure week every week since 2009. But we never do anything. Half the country is having a never-ending woke competition deciding whether Mr. Potato Head has a dick. <laughs> and the other half believes we have to stop the lizard people because they're eating babies. We are a silly people. Even when we all agree on something, like getting rid of the penny. No, the inertia, the ass covering, the graft, the lawyers, the cowardice. Nothing ever moves in this impacted colon of a country. We see a problem and we ignore it, lie about it, fight about it, endlessly litigate it, sunset closet, kick it down the road, and then write a bill where a half-assed solution doesn't kick in for 10 years. China sees, China sees a problem and they fix it. They build a dam. We debate what to rename it. That's why their airports look like this and ours look like this. In San Francisco, it took 10 years just to get two bus lines through environmental review. The Big Dig, a tunnel in Boston, took 16 years. And don't get me started on my solar hookup. <laughs> China once put up a 57-story skyscraper in 19 days. They demolished and rebuilt the San Yuan Bridge in Beijing in 43 hours. We binge watch, they binge build. When COVID hit Wuhan, the city built a quarantine center with 4,000 rooms in 10 days, and they barely had to use it because they quickly arrested the spread of the disease. They were back to throwing raves in swimming pools while we were stuck at home surfing the dark web for black market Charmin. <laughs> We're not losing to China. We lost. The returns just haven't all come in yet. They made robots that check a kid's temperature and got their asses back in school. Most of our kids are still pretending to take Zoom classes while they watch TikTok and their brain cells slowly commit ritual suicide. As George Bush once said, is our children learning? There's a progressive trend now to sacrifice merit for equity. Colleges are chucking the SAT and ACT test, and in New York, Mayor de Blasio announced merit would no longer decide who gets into the schools for advanced learners, but rather a lottery system. You think China's doing that, letting political correctness get in the way of nurturing their best and brightest? You think Chinese colleges are offering courses in the philosophy of Star Trek, the sociology of Seinfeld, and surviving the coming zombie apocalypse. Those are real, and so is China, and they are eating our lunch. And believe me, in an hour, they'll, they'll be hungry again. That's the clip. A um, lot of valid points. <clears throat> so just getting into it, what's your overall general impression of that? He's right. He's right, and it's sad. And if you listen to our episodes on a weekly basis, we've detailed many of those things. We've detailed many levels of what he's talking about. Um, that initiative, that highway initiative that they're trying to do, that's that's big. You know, we, we, we're not thinking about shit like that because 
since God knows when we've been worried about the wrong thing. Like, yeah, you know, speciesism or <laughs> or I remember that Pepsi commercial, one of the Kardashians. Oh, how insensitive. That's that's what we care about. Yeah. Like you said, Mr. Potato Head, we, we're, we care whether Mr. Potato Head has a dick or not. That's where we're at right now. That's where we're at. And so when we're worried about that type of stuff, you wonder, are we? do we have it so good that we don't even see the tsunami of shit coming? Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, that's I think, where we're at. And, I mean, actually the article I showed you, of, it was the Telegraph saying, is, is Joe Biden crumbling before our very own eyes? <laughs> he was. He's been crumbling. He was. He was crumbled, like like you said. Like <laughs> yeah, he was, he was crumbled like, already. Yeah. Would you say how how, how did they get in, him to in, the podium? In the, in, the, in the inauguration, it was just a janitor, like, sweeping a bunch of crumbs inside the White House. <laughs> it's it's like, like, oh, you're in there now. You're we, good to go. <laughs> we all knew this. We knew. We were fucking, whoever was going to vote for him, they are voting for we're, we're the geriatric fuck like yeah. like you're come on so <laughs> that, you didn't see his his most recent press conference oh, he no. won't even have no, one. No, yeah. oh yeah that's right he won't have a press conference uh, that's that's the that's the that's where we're at so i mean if we're gonna vote that guy in jesus christ where are we he didn't take questions or 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 was he voted in yeah, yeah. or was he yeah that's another thing too and that's another thing. Like, we ha- we're so fucked. Sometimes I think about as as a nation. Like, I know people who have put in, like, have posted, and and, and they send me stuff. Like, they, look, look, this was flagged, and it was like how to legally refuse a vaccine, right? Actually, let me see if I can pull it up. I don't know if I have it. How to legally refuse a vaccine, right? Because that's, you know, if someone doesn't want to take it, right? that's what, what you would do. So, step one, do not refuse a vaccine. Otherwise, you will be considered belligerent. Instead, you can politely decline the service by doing the following. Step two, ask the doctor, does the vaccine have MRC5 in it? They all do, in parentheses. These are aborted fetal cells and other DNA. If the vaccine contains MRC5, you have the right to decline. Step three, also ask, is there a possibility of a latrogenic reaction, an adverse, and this is in parentheses, an adverse reaction caused by multiple compounds or drugs interacting with each other from the vaccine? In parentheses, they all do. When the doctor says, yes, it does, that is your get out of vaccine free card. Thank the doctor for their offer and walk away, right? This is how to legally, like, there's nothing illegal about what, what, what this says, yet this was flagged. Oh, hey, this is not. This is misinformation. It's not misinformation. This is how to legally decline a vaccine if you yeah, don't want to take the vaccine. This is information that you don't want people it, to have. Yeah, and and so we look at we look at all these things like, oh well, if they say, if the fact checkers say it it, it, it needs to you know it, it's a lie, well then it must be true, and no, it's whether the information like you said whether the information is one that they want shared or not, they'll choose that. And it's crazy because I was looking at the parallels. Um, I was introduced to... Well, I, I knew of Avatar, but I never watched the show, like the animated series. Mm-hmm. And it was crazy. It was like... It wasn't the original Avatar. It was one with the girl Avatar. In it, and it was episode two. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it was talking about how like... It was actually pretty crazy because it was pretty political. Like, really? Yeah. Like, like it shows like the leftists 
and how how like uh, they're called the equalizers and they're like oh we're victims oh we're victims and then when they're passing their flyers it has like that like that like communist propaganda artwork type stuff interesting and and basically what they try and do in that show uh, the equalizers is they try and take the power away from the people like their actual innate power like so like some people could bend fire some people could bend earth some people could bend air like in the show and like the equalizers want to take that away because they're saying well we all have to be equal mm-hmm. so so in essence it, I thought I found it like pretty interesting because it was kind of, it kind of paralleled the America that we're in today you know mm-hmm. what I mean like whether what information we want to talk about that has to be policed right whether we want to take a vaccine we have to remember too like with the vaccine we don't this is so fastly pushed that like there was no trials so this is a big old trial yeah i'm not saying that it's i'm not saying oh don't take the vaccine but i am saying it would behoove people to look into it and if they're not completely 100 percent sure they should probably fall back and see what happens like i think that's reasonable i'm not gonna take the anti-vaxxer position but i'm also not gonna be like oh yeah i'll get vaccinated whatever i don't know like this messenger rna vaccine i don't know what they put in it like what message it sends so then it could it could tell my body that i'm sick then you get the antibodies but you don't really know what what's put into it or you don't know what the adverse effects what what could happen 10 years from now looking at it from a data standpoint and a reasonable standpoint do i need a vaccine for something that the survival rate is 99.9997 percent survival rate like to me like that that is almost the equivalent of like getting a vaccine for like a stomach ache or something like i don't yeah. need a vaccine for that like it'll pass yeah you know and i'll i'll, I'll be fine eventually um if if i were to you know to succumb to this ailment what happens to viruses when you take medicine look look at now there's a super gonorrhea why is there a super gonorrhea because the gonorrhea was obviously medicated, right? Like people were getting medication for it, antibiotics, and it became super gonorrhea. Now it's not curable. Oh, I thought it was gonorrhea from Krypton. <laughs> <laughs> from Krypton, <laughs> Superman gonorrhea. So it's like, you know, viruses and 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 infections. They're gonna, they're after a while, they're going to mutate to be able to survive that. So if you're gonna take it on something that does have a 99% survival rate, well, isn't that kind of crazy you know isn't that isn't that kind of nuts like maybe it's just good because like when i had it and when and the slew of people that i know that had it they got sick but you know you move on you get healthy and, and that's good you here talking during yeah. the episode i am not dead <laughs> so it's like this is not a hologram but that's that's the stuff that that now we're normalizing oh we get to we get told when or when we can't go out oh we get told this Oh, and, and, and why are we okay with that? Because we're too busy on our phones. We're, yeah. we're busy on our phones and we're busy sharing information on Facebook and being monitored by Facebook, by Google, instead of actually looking at the world like, or, or at our world and being like, man, maybe I should use Duck, uh, Go Duck Go as a browser. Maybe I should go to Gab. Maybe yeah. I should. I, I, think, I think there's a little bit of... Uh 
there's a few caveats to to Bill Maher's uh, segment when it comes to China. One is what he mentions about Wuhan and like them be going back to like having parties and everything like that, and then like kind of getting you know past the the China virus and what have you. What I would say about that is like I never trusted China's numbers to begin with. And I definitely don't think they took the virus as serious as we did for as long as we did. So like, or actually we still do. Um, I think it was something that at first they took it very serious. They didn't know what, what the hell it was, or maybe they did know what the hell it was, but ultimately like they kind of got back to normal, like relatively quick, especially in comparison to us. So I wouldn't like give them like all that much credit because they're not like they're not a transparent nation and another thing that i would say is a big portion of their progress if that's what you want to call it or their advancement in certain areas i mean they have like slave labor forces so that's yes. the other thing too that we have to we have to take those things into consideration so like Bill Maher, he's not saying we need to have like an authoritarian rule in order to progress. Yeah. And like him, I think that we shouldn't need an authoritarian rule in order to progress. Yeah. But we do definitely like as a people need to get a little bit more utilitarian. Like we need to get to the point where like the best and brightest whether it's like in STEM or like people that are entrepreneurs, yeah. you know, you you want to cradle that greatness to be to be greater. You don't want to tax it. You don't want to regulate it. You don't want to put it into it. submission. Like you yeah. want that to thrive so that your country thrives. So we're we're at this place now where rather than be utilitarian in the sense of like all right well you do you do great stuff keep doing great stuff keep it going you are looked at as somebody that should be helping and in some ways supporting and upholding the people that don't want to lift their own self up yeah. and that's a big problem like you can't if I have to carry through through taxes and regulation and, and what have you, I have to carry the weight of of other people that don't want to do what they ought to do and what they should do. Yeah. That holds me back. And so we have a government that says, oh, well, that's that's how it should be. Whereas a, a, a utilitarian government, uh, a, a government based off of integrity, based off of progress would be like, well, listen, like, yeah, maybe you, temporary help, you know, is something that, you know, we could reasonably look at, but you're you're a drain on society, yeah. you know, and at, at eventually you got to, like, either you kind of get with the program or you get left behind yeah. because we have bigger issues, you know, and, we, and, and dealing with, with, a government and another country and an adversary that like really the reality is they never cared that you know you're overweight or they never cared 
that you're depressed or they never cared that oh well you know i i they i got anxiety like they don't give a fuck about that <laughs> and yeah even if you do give a fuck about that you're entitled to it i think where where i think the line needs to be drawn is the ones here the people here that want to progress and don't give a fuck about that they should no longer be held back no you and should that, be incentivized right they should be incentivized yeah. exactly and that's that's the way you progress if you don't want to have an authoritarian rule but you still want to progress and compete then you need to incentivize the people that want to progress and i'm not saying do away with the ones that don't but like at a, eventually you can't you can't cradle them anymore yeah and see the thing is this this is where where things get very weird because i had a kind of a minor debate it was a texting we were texting back and forth and the conversation stopped we were talking about well that article about biden Mm -hmm. which which kind of goes hand in hand with this type of stuff and and his whole thing was i was like oh yeah we put this guy in because orange man bad and then that guy was like um well, I mean, the, what do he you say? He's like, that Capitol Hill thing was no joke. And I was like, yeah, but let's not pretend that we didn't all just see the summer and how it far exceeds anything I saw yeah. here. And him being white and, and probably going to go with the intersectionality angle about America trying to help blacks and browns and all that shit. I, I kind of jumped, jumped the conversation. I was like... I'm a minority in America, and I grew up in a community where connivers get ahead. So I, I, I we, we, we've seen, we've come from different situations where, like, we saw how people can get preyed upon over yeah. here. And so when we look at politicians, when we look at um, the bullshit that they sell, just to stay ahead and and and, and keep getting reelected and then not do anything. That's 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 what we're dealing with. So I was like, so I'm not for the intersectionality angle. And I was like, and what you don't see is is white people get put in the back burner just because they're white. And that's stupid. He's like, and then I kind of gave him an analogy. I was like, instead instead of of crying about, oh poor me, get in the weight room, get swole, and and drink some protein shakes. Nobody likes a crying bitch. Like nobody likes the whole who wants somebody crying about how vic- how much of a victim they are? You know yeah. what I mean? Especially when the enemy is mounting. Like, yeah. if you're at the top of the mountain, maybe you do have a little bit of time to yeah. whine, you know, about and bitch and moan because, yeah. like, you're in that position. But when you see a segment like this from Bill Maher, who is a leftist, that really is concerning because it's like... Man, even they're seeing a skyscraper built in 19 days. <laughs> Where never happened here? Uh, what? Uh, how? Uh, however many uh, uh, miles of of um, what, what's that? The that speed train. Um, I I forgot what it's called. That yeah. that 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 speed train here in in this country. We have we have not none of that. And why? Because bureaucracy, bureaucracy yeah. union. Uh, 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 so much, so so many departments, so many agencies, 
is it's not about it's not about uh, permit it's this. not about merit it's it's not a meritocracy it's oh who you know and let's let's create fluff paper pushing work so that like i could keep yeah. my position you showed me a video with a guy that that compared like uh, someone who built like a, a government that built a bathroom in a park and then, like a private company, how much it would have been if a private company did it? Mm, I don't remember. It must. Have it was on Twitter. Yeah, it was like that guy. He always compares things like that. He's an older guy with a mustache. John Stossel. Yes. Yeah, that's his. That he he's 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 the man at that. Like he, cause he he's very libertarian and he hates government waste. Yeah. He hates that shit. And unfortunately, we have a government that's very wasteful and. And 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 not and not just the federal government. I mean, across the board, local government, county government, state government. It's all of this fucking fluff. And then what's crazy, and what's what's so interesting is that true leaders and true problem solvers, they're like pushed to the side. Like like we don't we don't want you. And that's what's interesting about the Trump era. And how the establishment responded to him, because what Trump did, and and I hope it, it persists and 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 it's forevermore. What Trump did was show that somebody could be a leader, somebody could be a problem solver, and it doesn't take ten years, fifteen years, it doesn't take decades to solve certain problems. Yeah. And what that showed the establishment is like, oh, fuck, like, we got to eat a guy like this. Like, he'll put us the fuck out of business because in a way he fucked up. If you think about it, not not fucked up, but I think that's probably why the establishment kind of pushed against him because it was like, well, I got to eat. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think I wow. think very, very large because it's one of those things where. After a term of uh, of President Trump, I think there's many people that come to the to the realization that like politicians should be doing something for us. Like, look at look at Pelosi. Look at the state that she's from. Look at many of the politicians from California, to be quite honest. And look at how and and mind you, many of these people have been in office. For years, years and years. Lifetimes. And people are fleeing California. So the establishment doesn't bank off of results. In fact, the establishment banks off of keeping the status quo. And if anything, regressing their people so that they can sell them the, 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 the notion of, oh, well, you need us even more now. You need us even more now. Whereas Trump came in and is like, well, no, like you, you should hold your politicians accountable and they should make things happen and you, they should be held to certain results. And you look at like what China is doing. And I thought it was very interesting what Bill Maher had said about how he, China has taken their people from poverty to the middle class in a generation now that's something to be analyzed because China is communist. Like, let's not forget that it is an authoritarian government. Like, you don't have privacy in China. You're you're not free. None of that. But the quality of life for many of their people 
is is better and the only reason that it is better is because china doesn't need it's not it's not because they care about their people china doesn't want like uprisings getting in the way of their them trying to take over the fucking world yeah that's what that is is like all right well here oh <laughs> some some fucking sneakers there you go some netflix Fucking yeah, there you go. Oh, some nice McDonald's. Keep them comfortable. There you go. Keep them comfortable. Fucking feed these fat asses. And so that we could do what we got to do because we don't need these motherfuckers uprising. And, and, and in a way, we're like that. And yeah, and in a way, and in a way, we're like look, that. Look and one. then. Look at this Mitt shit. Mitt Romney has a plan to give parents up to 15000 <laughs> Like and this is why I love the the fact that you said establishment and you didn't say the left because it's fucking pussies like Mitt Romney, fifteen thousand dollars for kid like for parents for their kids, or but you know figure how, it out. How many people are out there that will eat that shit up though? You know what I'm saying? How many people are out there that's like, yeah, like you know, uh, you know, without yeah. any 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 recourse for the inflation that that's gonna cause. The tax burden that that's gonna cause, the regulation that that's gonna cause, no, no concern about that at all, and that's because we live, we don't live in a utilitarian type of type of era where get what you need to get, you make it happen, and you progress forward, and we base. Our our government and our progress and our like what we hold up is based no. off of those that produce and yield results. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This makes me so uh, upset <laughs> because we just got to finish this book. Because I think like if we really sit down and break this shit down from that from that standpoint, I think if we write the information. You, you're going to realize that this is a very fixable... These are fixable problems. It's yeah, it's cultural. Yeah, yeah, no. Like, the, I, I feel... I know where you're coming from, and I feel like it's fixable. And in, in my most simplistic form, yes, like, it's very fixable. But the reality is, like... I, and I, I hope I'm wrong about this, but I don't really see it being fixed without... Without bloodshed, because you gotta understand that, like the philo- the the Marxist philosophy, it's already deeply rooted in a lot of people, and that's yeah. a very that's like a very hard thing to kick. Like I don't know how yeah. many people think think about it. Think about it. You and I, we both we we both uh, worked today, and we we have we had to you know make it to to do the episode after this we still have other responsibilities to attend to and what have we done in the last two weeks to send properties to each other yeah and and you know it's <laughs> it's invest. like a, it's like a ever going thing but meanwhile how many like I, I actually saw it on 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 uh snapchat like people that we went to school with this weekend our same age they were doing shrooms, you know, like people, you know, we know we're doing shrooms. So like that person, and I'm not like here to be judgmental in the sense that like, oh, fuck that. They're a shitty person. Like, I don't, I don't care about that. But what I'm saying is 
that person isn't putting in the hours that we're putting. So when you and I and people like us are in a position where it's just like, oh, yeah, like, you know, you just bought that and, and like this is going and we're working on this and we're working on that. But they're resentful of you. Right. There's Exactly. There's a resentment. Yeah. And then also the results that that yields, whether it be through status, notoriety, financially, like all, all the results that, that those things yield, it's easier for that person to look at like, fuck, man. Damn, how come that guy is able to get a car every year? Well, how come he's able to get a car every two years and I'm still like driving this fucking beat up ass car that I haven't even finished paying for? Yeah. Fuck that. You know what? Like I am going to vote for somebody that's going to take from them to give to me. But yeah. but like there's no there's no recourse or, or, or no thought put into like, well, what it took because yeah. we don't live. We don't live in again in that utilitarian space of teachers saying, well, if you do this, 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 and this, and you work hard, you could be anything you want to be. Like, if you notice that that kind of talk is out of the window now, now yeah. it's, you're a victim. Like, yeah. this is wrong. Like, this is, this is against you. <laughs> so yeah. those that have it should pay. Those yeah. that have, you know what I'm saying? That's the, that's the, the philosophy. School is for fools. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, it definitely has become that. Yeah. And so kind of going it's back to sad. what you were saying about like, like it's an easy fix. I don't know how easy of a fix that is because there's so many people and not like maybe if it was in children, it would, it would be easy to correct that mindset. But people that are older, that are adults that yeah. think that way. I don't know. I don't know how, how, how easy that is to, to correct. I really don't. Yeah, well, that's and that's that's when you start looking at through what filter we live our life, right? Big tech tells us what to do. Not enough people care to to do things on their own, and then little by little, the narrative is whatever the narrative is, and this is the narrative. Yeah, and it's like, whoa, wait a minute, no, 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 this that's the narrative. This is what. No, but but no, listen. Watch Netflix, binge watch this shit. Oh, hey, Disney Plus, you, you get a whole year free. Go on. And, and that's the that's the sad truth is that typically people don't come to the realization when it's too late. Like, yeah. for instance, right now, if China invaded us and all these motherfuckers were looking down the barrel of a rifle, then it would be the flashback reel of... Oh shit! Like this is how this is how we got here. Yeah, you know, it's too late now, right? And and that's the thing, and that's the thing, and this is why it's very important to know what it takes and to not be afraid to die. Like when it comes to this type of stuff, because sometimes when the boiling point hits, it, it hits. But it's like you can't be fearful of shit like that. Like. You, you got to believe in something and right. you got to be okay with whatever the you, outcome you is. You can't be fearful of it, but at the same time, if there's a possibility to maneuver. to stop it yeah. and to maneuver it, you you take that chance. But the problem is everybody is so fucking sensitive and that's the, 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 the issue that I have with Bill Maher 
while the segment is great and you know i fucks with his his stuff i fucks with his material obviously like we don't agree on 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 most things yeah in this segment in particular there there is a lot that we agree on but where the hypocrisy comes in is like dude you're saying all of this but literally you were against (laughs) the guy that was fighting this shit yeah and not only that you voted for biden come on right that so that's what that's that's where i i kind of like it's like well you lost me a little bit with all this shit because the guy that was against these people and was against this shit and was doing things to like fucking curb them matter of fact this trump wanted to ban tiktok because because of of yeah. the china of the chinese involvement yeah that's how much he wanted to stand against china and like them progressing because he understood the scope of what was going on and you oh but, you didn't like him you you, you yeah. didn't like him and that's what i'm saying so it's like are are we here for are we here for results yeah. or are, are we here to like people nobody and, and now the, yeah. the goofies that don't know better whatever they don't know better but like a guy like him it's kind of like well you clearly do know better and you still when like the time came you voted essentially you voted for the shit that you're you're against you're saying that you're against right now and that's and that shit that shit is is just not like yeah you know that i can't rock with that shit yeah yeah nobody understands the darwinistic nature of humanity like a true businessman and he understood that china is going to take over we need to do something about it and he took it upon himself to be like all right i'm gonna fight this shit as best as i can and people were like no I'm going to do the best I can in the Middle East. Motherfuckers got no. mad that he called it the China virus. That's what they were concerned about. Yeah. Remember that bitch-ass reporter that was like, oh, uh, uh, why do you, do you keep referring to it as the China virus? Because it came from China. <laughs> <laughs> but like, that's what her concern was. Not the virus, oh. not China's involvement. Not the fact that they that they should that they should like pay for what they like fucking put upon the world. Motherfuckers is out here in these streets. Not any of that, but the fact that the man called it the China virus, that was her yeah. concern. Nobody gives a fuck about that shit. People apparently do. No. Nobody yeah. nobody wise, nobody smart cares yeah. about that shit. Yeah, but dumb motherfuckers. It's like it's like the I always refer to this because it's just I it I'll never forget this when he had that meme where he's golfing and he hits the fucking uh, ball and it hits Hillary yeah and and CNN had that roundtable discussion and I was like man you guys are truly lost you guys are the dumbest motherfuckers you ever heard of a meme you dumb fucks like you guys are sitting down talking about this it it reminds me of uh, like the hypocrisy that I was talking about with Bill Maher and like him voting against Trump but yet Trump being the one guy that was standing against China and apparently Bill Maher ha- has the same concern that we all do of China's like rapid growth and progression um it reminds me of this episode from King of the Hill where in the episode previous to the one that I- I'm I'm talking about Hank and uh, Peggy for I think it's their anniversary or whatever they go sky they they go skydiving oh, yeah and you know Hank's Hank goes first his his uh his parachute deploys he's fine Peggy goes her parachute doesn't deploy 
she she fucking hits the Breaks ground and bone. they think that like she's dead but like she landed in like a field with like mud or whatever yeah so like it fucking broke all her bones but she was able to survive or whatever so and it, this is so funny this is so funny and and then we we can wrap the episode up it's so funny because it it, it really shows like effectiveness versus like the bureaucratic way of doing things so Peggy starts to go like in, in that was that episode where they they parachute. It was like the end of a of, it was a season finale of yes. a certain season, and then the next season it's like throughout in, in between the seasons she like healed. Yeah. So she's out of her body cast, but she can't walk, and like her uh, her muscles are have like what they call what they call atrophy. Cotton helps her. Right. right? Yeah. And so what they it, and so her she's all fucked up. And so she goes to the personal trainer and like the progress is so slow. He's nice yeah. and, and and like he's professional, but like there's like not any progress. Yeah. And I think like she's like a few months in and all she could do is like uh, stretch like a band like only once, like yeah. one of those like uh, elastic yeah. bands only once. And she's just like so frustrated or whatever. So then... Later in the episode, Cotton comes, which is Hank's dad, which yeah. is one of my favorite characters. <laughs> I and, kill fitty man. And and you know, he lost his shins in the war in, in, in the show or yeah. whatever. And so he sees like Peggy on the ground and like he has no mercy for her. He's like he's like, What you doing down there, Hank's wife? And he's like, <laughs> you, did you lose something? And Hank's then wife. and then she's like struggling and, and stuff like that. And then uh and then uh then I think he says like, "Uh, that bus out there, aren't you gonna miss your sissy classes?" And then she's like, she gets like all mad and stuff. But like, he kind of talks shit to her, and like she notices that he's talking shit. Like she gets like energized, and like that anger helps her pull herself back into her wheelchair. Yeah. And so she's like, she's like, damn, like like that was like the most progress like a few minutes with this guy i made the most progress that 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 i made yeah and so what's interesting is cotton tells her when when she asked cotton to help her to walk again because he's been in a similar situation in his life she asks him can you help me walk again and he tells her this he's like he's like are you ready to hate me more than you've ever hated anything in your life Yes. And then she's like, I already do. And he's like, well, then we're halfway there. And then by the end of the episode, she's able to walk. Actually, she's able to like crawl up a hill and stand because, yeah. and then he tells her, he's like, he's like, if you crawl up this hill, I give you permission to dance on my grave. What's crazy is the mean one, the one that, oh, you would not like or whatever, got shit done. And the nice one at the, at the fucking uh, therapy center got nothing done. That's in a perfect example of where we're at with the government right now. It's like, yes, it's like sensitive and cares about this, cares about that. It's so bullshit, PC and bureaucratic, but gets nothing done. Yeah. And yeah, maybe Trump was a little bit more like cotton, but the res it yielded results. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, I'm not asking you to fucking sleep with him. We need the results. Yeah, yeah. and that's 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 where we're at. Now, before we close, because that show was fucking amazing, and that show was amazing. As an individual, what would you what would you advise you could do in in this situation? So, like, from from the perspective of we're already in a way fucked, 
right? We're in this situation. What are the steps that that you can take to kind of be able to combat that? Because it always it's always starts with culture, I would assume, and yeah, they go from there. The the realistic steps that I think, and I'll just go off of like what what I do and and how I feel and what I believe is one. I don't care nothing about PC culture. In fact, whenever somebody tries to, I I don't know, like criticize or guilt you, or yeah, like I mean, I don't like guilt. What is that? Like, but like whatever. When they try to shame, you know, for for being like a certain way, I don't give into that at all. Like because number one, freedom of speech, freedom of speech, freedom of speech. Like number that's number one. Number number two, like I think um even if it's like even if it's a little bit even if it's a little bit like uh like it, it for for it like cringeworthy to people, sometimes you gotta remember the philosophy behind certain things. And I didn't want to get into this, but real quick and reference another great ass cartoon. Uh, I was recently rewatching some old South Park episodes, and it was this one episode about where they use the word fag a lot. They use it like constantly throughout the episode, <laughs> and it's about bikers. And yeah. it's like, oh man, those bikers they come through the, like with their Harleys and they make all that noise. And it's funny because in the the episode, the bikers themselves, even when they don't have their motorcycles around, they still make that noise. So like they're like making fun of them. So what's funny about that is in the episode, they tell the boys, like like politicians and different people tell the boys, oh, you guys shouldn't say that. You shouldn't say fags. And then and then the boys say, well, we're not talking about gay people, though. And then they're like, people are like, what? And then they're like, yeah, you could be you could be gay and not be a fag. Be- yeah. So what they're saying is you're trying to police our language like the, the 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 message of the episode was you're trying to police language but you're not even taking time to look at the context yeah. in which that language is used you're so quick to be offended by it yeah and so it was kind of like something that the amazing atheist said years ago he's like what is more offensive what is more offensive if i say nigger jim is my favorite character in a mark twain novel now, granted, I'm not saying I didn't name him Nigger Jim. That's yeah. the name that he was given in that novel yeah. from a time where like people didn't even look at that word as like as racist as they do today. Yeah. Or, in my opinion, African American people aren't equal and really shouldn't even be allowed into civilized society. Like one sounds like way more like nicer, yeah. but that's it's like true. Racist. Exactly. That's like for the <laughs> the context of what I'm saying is yeah. awful and evil versus, well, like, yeah, that word is like to some people a little bit cringe, but the yeah. reality is, is like the context of what I'm saying is not even like anything bad. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> that's my thing is like like freedom of speech look at the context of things so that's one thing that i i could say that people could do because it does it, it culture has a lot to do with it yeah. another thing is do your thing like like grind uh uh, uh be independent be an entrepreneur uh uh, uh pursue your purpose and that in and of itself will make you want to gravitate towards a government that 
Don't have all your eggs in one basket. Yeah, that flourishes yeah. that. And then as a result, you'll vote for people that yeah. flourish that. And that's one of the things that I am very excited about. Like the the people that Trump is going to endorse in 2022 and, and in the ongoing years wish, is because I really want more politicians that like that understand the threat that China is, that understand the threat that other countries are and how they don't have our best interests in mind. They want us destroyed. And, you know, we got to very much uh, start dealing with that and, and considering that. Yeah. Well, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. Remember, if we talk about anything that you know somebody would be interested in, Please share it with them. We're on all podcast platforms. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.